Welcome everyone. This is another episode of Everyone Needs a Spotter, brought to you by RMS Fitness. I'm Steve Heitzer. I'm joined today by our fellow co-workers and guests of the pod, Robert Decker. Hello everyone. Emily Binos. Hello. And my sound-alike, Steven Donadio. What is up? Let's get this straight. I'm Steven, and you're Steve. Yes, because he's extra. <laughs> no, no, but everyone, welcome. We're really excited to be here today on the, the podcast. Some of you may have heard this before. We've done these in the past, but we're back. We're calling this the relaunch of our uh, podcast, Everyone Needs a Spotter. Uh, for those that don't know, RMS Fitness, we are a go-to partner for all things uh, commercial fitness, whether it's uh, for multifamily, which is obviously our main focus and our, our, our target of, of most of our efforts, but we also support anyone with a need for commercial fitness equipment. So uh, the team is here with me today. We have a little bit of representation from all the different departments here at RMS, from admin to service and billing and sales. So we're all here to kind of be a resource to you. Um, you know, the name of our podcast, Everyone Needs a Spotter. You know, everyone does need a spotter, right? You can go into the gym, you can have a lot of success working out by yourself, uh, but if you really want to go in and be able to push your, your limits, kind of reach for the stars, so to speak, with your fitness, having a spotter there, someone that has your back that can help keep you safe is important. You know, if you have an accident by yourself, you're on your own, maybe somebody sees you, maybe you can get some help. But if you have a spotter, you're always going to have that backup and that support that you need. And that's what we want to be for our, our clients in the multifamily space and beyond. We want to be a support for you as you try to operate a multifamily uh, fitness amenity. We know right now most of our clients are entering into or are already in budget season. Have you all uh, met anyone yet or spoken to anyone this year? Trick question. That's uh, working on budgets. Uh, yeah, actually, um, this past week um, I've had several um, several property managers, even regional managers. I'll randomly get uh, requests from regional managers, um, even properties where I am currently doing maintenance. Um, and um, I know usually like June, July, August, and September are the hot months. And so I, I like to try to talk to the property managers and get some of their thoughts, get some feedbacks from them. Because sometimes um, I'm sure uh, many property managers will agree, they're like flooded with emails, flooded with requests. And so sometimes the, the fitness centers can be forgotten. And so that's why, you know, like, in going to your point with uh, everyone needs a spotter, that's what we want to be. We want to be uh, a resource for them. Um, just like in spotting, it's not only just helping them keep uh, people safe, but uh, we also, uh, a spotter can also give suggestions. Uh, and Tweak your to, form, right? Yeah, exactly. Ways to improve. And like, likewise, you know, we can uh, throw this in the fitness industry, you know, in terms of being spotters for others, we can give ideas give um, um, added stuff to the fitness centers to provide more options for people, um, not only to keep the clients in the fitness rooms or in the actual properties, but also attract new new people. So that's kind of like uh, the idea behind it. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it starts with education. The person going into the room needs to understand what they have in that amenity, what, uh, what's attracted to them, for us, we look at the amenity as an opportunity to create an atmosphere for anyone, whether going through a walkthrough and catching their eye, seeing that the property is taking the proper attention to the amenity, 
Sometimes the equipment doesn't have to be brand new all the way across the board, but for the most part, when it is budget season, what is going to bring more revenue into the property? What is going to attract? Has the demographic changed? Uh, is the use of certain pieces of equipment not happening? Well, that's where we come in. You know, is the treadmills the center of attention? If it is, what's the mileage on the, on the machine? What can I do to educate the customer about which machines seem to be more important to this property because of the information I'm able to gather when on site because of all the centers that I see on a daily basis over the years, you know, what's important, but never discounting what the property manager is trying to accomplish or maybe the regional. What are they trying to bring? And between the two minds, come up with the ideas and suggestions that will make that property attractive for, uh, for the resident, uh, for any kind of management or investor that's coming in and looking at the property to see that it's being well taken care of and that the reason it's being taken care of is because the property is partnered with us and we're taking that task very seriously. Absolutely. I think we've all probably had the experience where you walk into a gym, maybe it's somewhere that you service uh, as, a, as a PM client or a repair or maintenance client and you go in and you see a piece of new equipment that you don't really know where it came from. It just kind of shows up in the room one day. Maybe to us, it's, it catches up, catches, catches up us. Excuse me, catches us off guard. I'm a little tongue-tied. Tongue, yeah, tongue-tied, guys. It's been a while since we've done this, but maybe that piece catches us off guard because maybe as the service provider, we had something else in mind for the property based on what we've seen there, right? So, um, as we kind of approach the the budget season, you know, we know that even if we go out and we, you know, make a recommendation or we uh, give some quotes to, to a client about maybe some things to add, they're probably likely to also get some information from somebody else too. It's, it's common, you know, a lot of times it's part of their job requirement is to get multiple bids for something. But, you know, as that is a common thing that happens, why maybe, you know, do you guys think that it would be a good idea uh, not to buy equipment or perhaps maybe why to buy equipment from a company that, that services, maybe I should say. So there's a lot of companies out there that sell equipment, not as many that service. Why do you think that that maybe is something to take in mind in, in your process? Well, for from my standpoint, I know I funnel a lot of our maintenance contracts. So even though, um, you know, I work. Emily, can I stop you for one second? Yeah. So Emily, guys, just in case anyone listening, guys and girls, that doesn't know, is uh, she's our admin person on the sales side. She handles all of our contracted customers as far as keeping the quality of those contracts high, making sure we're where we're supposed to be, when we're supposed to be, renewals and things. So she has a lot to do with our property managers and, you know, any contracted customers, just yeah. to make sure, a little context to what she does for us here. Well, thank you. So, yeah, I you know, I, I funnel all the maintenance uh, contracts and renewals. And the thing is that um, I find interesting is, you know, yes, we are more than a service provider. And, and unfortunately, to Robert's point is, customer education and so I try very hard once I capture somebody um, renewing their contract or even signing up making sure that they realize that at RMS Fitness we are a one-stop shop you do not need to go anywhere else for anything with your fitness center we are here to help by any means with the servicing but also um, re replacing equipment helping you to just figure out a good good fit for your your fitness center we are not one of those 
companies that will just give you a um, you know a cookie cutter here you go you need all of this stuff and it's not personalized to their gym and their space so I, that's what I'm trying to help our team here at RMS Fitness do you know since I have a lot of contact with property managers and a lot of them we, we've had contracts for over 10 years and it's just a matter of educating them hi this is who we are we're not just here to service but we're here to help you plan ahead and get your fitness center up to date when you're ready absolutely that's a great answer robert i think yeah, you're trying to chime in yeah i just wanted to chime in because in this segment of just trying to reach out to everyone regarding this process budget season is what emily mentions when a customer decides to partner with rms fitness there's segments that go unnoticed that is again going back to education a lot of the facilities will probably be used more but because within the property there are ones who are nervous about using the equipment they don't know how to use it so we offer an education where we go in and we teach the safety and operation of the equipment sounds simple you think everyone would understand how to use a treadmill but really that's an assumption that's an assumption that that treadmill because not every treadmill starts the same you know, you go up to a multi-station gym, how do you use it? What, what do I need, what steps do I need to take to use this safely? And that's, that's again, the things that maybe don't come with every partnership out there. And that's why we're trying to state these things now because during these evaluations, as you're probably gonna get to, when we go out and we do our evaluations to see how we're doing as a partner, and seeing how the room looks, what we're doing in the room, but then what, what else can we do? What else can we add value to our partnership? Can we come in? Can we do a seminar for an hour with your, your uh, residents or homeowners and go over the equipment so that everyone can operate it safely? And we've done a couple of these segments and they've been very successful. Absolutely. That's a really good point. You know, the going into education, taking those extra steps to really just make sure that people know what they're doing and why they're doing it. That's a big, that's a big thing. You know, I went into a client's property yesterday and they told me they had a certain amount of money budgeted for uh, additions to the gym this year. And the items that they had on their, uh, you know, their list, so to speak, of what they had budgeted for the year before were totally not the items that their gym needed most or that would have the biggest impact for the gym. So, you know, in, in the course of my visit, I was able to help to identify some pain points in the fitness center, able to help them to, uh, you know, basically be able to know not only what they were spending money on, but why they were going to spend the money on it, what it was going to achieve for them. So taking that back to our theme of everyone needs a spotter, would you rather have, Emily, a spotter who's in the gym with you who's standing right there with you, right behind you while you're lifting, or would you rather set up a tripod with a camera on it and let them watch you work out from afar and maybe tell you, be careful, or maybe try this? Which one of those sounds like it would be, <laughs> hypothetically, a better, uh, a better setup? I personally, I hope I'm answering this right, but I personally would like that, that person there with me. Yeah. It because sounds, I yeah. feel like they got my back. You know, someone on camera, I mean, in the purpose of this situation, is not going to be able to help me if I'm in trouble 
quickly or, you know, get me out of danger if I mess up or whatever. Yeah. If they say, oh, no, look out, what yeah. good's that going to do, right? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. not there right. to help. And so I, I like this, uh, this scenario because it definitely is tries to, you're, you're separating who we are versus everyone else. We are there. We want to be there to help. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons, you know, why people might get multiple, you know, bids for something. Stephen, I, I, you know, I, do you have any, you know, thoughts or comments on maybe why people will go about those extra, getting those extra quotes, maybe what they're looking for and, you know. Yeah, I think um, that's a valid question. Um, oftentimes they, ha- they have to get at least three quotes depending on ownership, depending on property management. Um, so there's a lot of factors at play. Um, but I think what's important to know um, and to, to remember is that cheaper is not always better. Uh, and sometimes, especially in the fitness equipment industry, pricing can be all over the place. Um, and it can be daunting for, uh, for property managers. And so um, at least what I could say for us uh, as RMS Fitness, uh, we try to be um, champions for our property managers, for our property management companies, because ideally when we sell equipment, we like to sell them um, the best equipment out there that can get them the least amount of headaches. Because regardless of whether you get a cheap treadmill or the most expensive treadmill, eventually the treadmill will break. The question is, how often are they gonna break? And also the more important question is, what type of support are you gonna get from that manufacturer? Because COVID um, really changed the industry and turned it over on its head, uh, especially like the popular brands out there like True Fit or um, like Life Fitness like Precore, they've been struggling, unfortunately, with, with inventory. Um, you know, although things are starting to get a little bit better, uh, the industry in, as a whole has really struggled um, getting parts, getting service, getting, getting just new equipment in general. Um, but it's good to see how things are starting to change a little bit. And, and we like to be honest and straightforward with with those management companies, with those property managers, with the ownership, letting them know, hey, look, if you go with this brand, you're gonna have, you may have this issue. You may or may not have this issues because um, what we sell, we service. And so we, we tend to see some of the issues. Um, and even when we're out in the field with equipment that we haven't sold, sometimes it's a pain to get parts. It can take forever. It can even take six months. And, um, you know, we try to avoid those headaches for the property managers because what we like to see is property managers love the the support that we give them because what that means is they get a glowing report and eventually they get promoted and they get to other proper, they go to other properties and we, we, we establish this relationship and and we help each other grow. And that's, that's really our goal. No, I think that's great. Um, you know, just throwing this out there, you know, a lot of times, how, the way that I think that this goes down a lot is, you know, a property has five treadmills, they start to get a little bit old. Robert, what do you think that the property manager most likely does in that situation most of the time? And how do you think, you know, maybe RMS can be a better partner than maybe some others, you know, when that situation happens? Well, of course, Stephen alluded to the fact that we service what we sell, but we service quite a few brands, mm-hmm. and we have for over 25 years 
But the point is now, now that we're coming out of the, the pandemic and we are adjusting to a new way of life because at some point people were working out of home. But now the demand is rising. So those in the multi-housing industry realize that their fitness center is becoming more and more active. And because it's becoming more and more active, well, the equipment that you know maybe had a little time off for a little while is now getting a lot of use. So you go in, you see five treadmills, and you have a problem with one. Now my job is not necessarily isolated just to the one. If I'm going to service the customer properly, I'm gonna look at all five treadmills and give that property manager the entire, the big picture is what I like. Here's the big picture. Your treadmills are X amount of years old. They've had no mechanical repairs. And you know, I can spill in the details here on the podcast, but the bottom line is I give them an overall scenario of all five treadmills. Now I've had scenarios personally in helping my clients where they've had several treadmills and it all hit them at one time. We weren't the service provider at start. We began a contract and we signed them up. We go out, we realize that they are in critical need of moving on to some additional equipment. So what we do is we plan for it. Can we make the best use if you don't have the, the funds at the moment? Can we get three of the five replaced? You know, if we do three of the five, let's keep in mind what we're replacing, you know, what type of equipment. Technology plays a role. Would you replace five treadmills with five treadmills? I mean, best case scenario, sure. Why, 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 why would you do that? Well, you start off fresh. Again, in their industry, the property manager industry, if you walk in and you see five different treadmills, it doesn't look good. But if you see uniformity, then it's more appealing to the eye. But to your point, if they don't have the funds to do the treadmills, then I need to use, I need to uniquely look at their situation and determine the best fit. Maybe I replace three. Maybe I make, and I'm sure Steven's done this, is if we can save two by using parts from three, we'll do that because we can. That's what we are. We're in the repair industry. We, we salvage two, we, we replace three. But we always want to give them every scenario because I think what you might be saying in the background here is if they don't replace all five this year, then if they wait too long, then they're back to the same scenario of, you know, if they replace just two and they go to replace three in two years, in this industry, those three new treadmills are going to look different than the two they just replaced. Absolutely. So yeah. Have to keep that in mind. Let me piggyback off that because that's a good point. And, and I call it hodgepodge, <laughs> is what I call it. Oddly enough, a lot of properties are encountering this issue. Sure. Um, and, and a lot of times they'll do that. Let's say they got five treadmills, they only have in the budget three, and that's the only option that they have, unfortunately. Um, ideally, you know. We like to prevent that. We like to let the property managers be aware of this scenario so that they can budget accordingly and be prepared for this. Because what happens is, let's say you do just tre- you do just replace three treadmills and you leave two older ones there. Well, what's going to happen? The three treadmills get 
all the usage. Sure. Hey, like if I walk in and I see three new treadmills and two old ones, yeah. am I going to get on an old one or am I going to get on the brand new shiny one? Right. Yeah, exactly. So those new ones get all this crazy usage uh, and they're, they're just going to wear down fast. And then a year later, you're going to put two new ones. Which it's like it, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. But, you know, if that's your only option, then yes, we'll try to, we'll, we'll accommodate, we'll make it work for them just to buy them the time that they need. But we try to prevent that and educate our, the property managers and, and help them be ahead of the curve um, of this scenario. Because if you think about it, like with your car, when you have four tires, but you've only budgeted for two, well, you're, you're where? You're gonna be constantly in the same scenario. You got two worn tires, two good tires, two worn tires, two good tires. So it's like, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, why not replace them all at the same time so they wear together? And, and, and the same thing with rotating treadmills, too, rotating tires, the same aspect. You know, you're going to get one treadmill used more than the other. Well, we're going to recommend during our maintenance visit, we, we see it, we see that happening, we're, we'll recommend rotating the treadmill so they kind of get that even, even wear. All right, so more additional information for me, not to prolong this point. But Bob's always good for the additional information. <laughs> Robert. I think it goes back to the scenario. Now, I've granted some properties from the ground up. Architect, developer will go out, find a vendor, you know, put their fitness equipment into the fitness center, and then they disconnect because now the property is handed off to a management company. So I understand why there would be Maybe in that selection process, there's a, a, a lot more going into the whole scenario of, yeah, we're not really concerned about service, but I'd like the property managers to give this some consideration, is, is if we're past that scenario, and now you're ready to replace the treadmills, and you're ready to make a purchase, and you do go out and get your three bids, if you want a partner who's going to be there with you throughout the life of that treadmill, RMS Fitness. Because I can assure you that the reason we acquire contracts on a daily basis is because the vendors selling the equipment do not have the support to continue to service the equipment after that purchase. So just be mindful of that as if you're buying equipment from someone who does not have that aspect you are running the risk of always, as Stephen tried to you know, navigate through his point, is that you never catch up. You always find yourself replacing a treadmill here, replacing a treadmill, and you think that that's, that's all you're doing as a property manager. But you get someone like us in who really wants to partner, really wants to be a value of yours. The fitness center really shouldn't even be a discussion. You know, property manager has other things to do. Fitness center, when we come in at our maintenance, that's when we have the discussion. Hey, let's walk the room together. Let's see how things are going. Not every day there's a problem. Every month there's a problem. Yeah. We're here to try to avoid that. And if I, and if I may, we even you have may. contracted customers um, that they didn't have a choice and had to go with a brand that do not service their own equipment but it's covered under warranty and they will pay because they, they know 
that they can rely on us. They pay, even though that their equipment is still under full warranty, they will pay us to come because, first of all, the service is not there. They may have a hard time even finding someone to do that yeah. service, even if it is covered under and the warranty. And then second, yeah. they, they know what, that we're there. So, so that's just a, a neat example. Yeah. You know, and like, if we're going to be honest with you guys for a minute, it hurts our feelings too, right? Like when we're your partner and we're in the gym and we have your back and we come in and we find out you bought another product, maybe an inferior product, and it was nine times out of ten, what's the reason somebody buys a product these days? Well, I feel like a lot of it is just like people just know what's popular they go yeah, with yeah. the popular brands. They're looking at popular brands. And, then, and then they just don't, like, for instance, we fully support the True Fitness brand. I mean, we work out with it. We have it outfitted in our gym here. Yeah. If you saw Emily's guns, you'd be a True Fitness fan, too. <laughs> so it's not that we just, you know, say that we support them. I mean, we work out with it because it is good quality stuff. But a lot of times people don't, haven't heard of them or whatever and they just go with well I'm just gonna go with what's most popular yeah and then so it comes it comes down to a matter of popularity basically doing what they've always done right doing what they think is the right thing to do and then a lot of times if they think they're looking at apples to apples it just comes down to price well what are you giving up for that maybe maybe lower price I'm not even saying you're necessarily paying less but you know, if you are shopping for the lowest price, you're almost always sacrificing something for that. If I'm sitting in an office halfway across the country and I don't plan on talking to you anymore, what do I care what I sell you the piece for, right? But if I'm going to be your partner, I want to set you up for success. And if I'm going to see that equipment frequently, I want to make sure I'm giving you something that I can stand behind, which is what Stephen was talking about earlier. So yeah. I think that that's why it's careful. I, I, I encourage rather people to be careful when they're shopping not to get caught up in only looking at the bottom line. True, but you can almost just bring this closer to home. If I buy a car, I pull into a dealership and I buy a car, and I leave very happy to have a brand new car, I go back to that same car dealership and they say, I'm sorry, we don't have any service representatives. Well, what do you mean? Where do I go to get it maintained? That's the scenario that's real in this industry. Now. Again, it's kind of been our thing in the last five or so years since we have partnered with True Fitness to make sure that everyone who buys the product gets our support. But that's just, it's something that maybe property managers, we're trying to educate them through this podcast, ask that question. Make sure, because if it's a third party vendor arrangement, the quality of service is going to be uh, less than what they are expecting. It really is. You're either going to wait a very long period of time or you're not going to get the level of service because that company is not as invested as, say, someone like RMS Fitness, whose name is on the equipment and is coming in to their facility making all those reassurances, putting the name out on, you know, yeah, we put the RMS uh, sticker yeah. on all the equipment we sell. So if somebody sees that piece, they know it came from us. Right. So, again, the, the point would be is that we really want to emphasize the purchase process goes beyond just the numbers. Okay, 
to your point earlier, if I'm spending X amount of dollars on this treadmill, what do I what am I getting? By just getting the treadmill? You know, what does it mean for warranty? I love questions like that. When a client asks me, warranty, what are you going to do to maintain it? You know, what what do they need to do to keep it maintained? Because some properties are very self-sufficient. Maybe they have a lot of on on-site staff that can help between visits of maintenance to make sure the equipment is taken care of and report problems sooner than later. Yeah. So again, and it, it's it's a drum that we're beating and we're beating it pretty loud because it's budget season. We want to see our property managers and partners make good decisions. Absolutely, because we're you know we're going to intend to be your partner, right? You know, moving into next year, you're going to renew your contract. We're going to show up tool bags and PM bags in hand, ready to help out. And then if there's surprise equipment in there that through one reason or another, we can't really deliver the full experience that we want you to receive as an RMS client. Well, it just kind of puts us on the back foot. It puts you in a situation where you can't fully realize the benefit of what you were hoping to do with your upgrade or your update. So, you know, we just really want to encourage people, take some time, you know, make sure that it is that you're researching who you're buying from, why you're buying from them, and why you're buying what you're buying. Maybe that customer has five treadmills, but they bought them when cardio was in much higher demand. Maybe now they need that space for changing ADA or safety compliance. Maybe they need it for adding in something that's more on trend, more functional fitness, more strength or weight training. You know, all those things are important. And if you're just shopping online or from someone who doesn't know the makeup of your facility, they can't give you good advice on what you already have versus what you should get. So as Robert said, we beat this drum pretty loud and for pretty long. We don't want anyone to go deaf. But, uh, you know, we just want you to know that we're here for you, not only from a sales standpoint. I mean, obviously, we want to sell you equipment. We want to sell everybody equipment that needs it. But we want to sell you the right stuff. We want to sell you the right things to help you reach your goals as a manager, operator, owner, investor in a multifamily property and help to attain the ultimate goal of keeping your current residents happy and attracting new ones. So, unless anybody has anything else on that segment, I think we can... Uh, to use Robert's favorite term, put a pin in that, and we can move on to something else. Thank you, Steve. You're doing a good job, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you. Appreciate you guys very much.